Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua. Gangsta Time Cole. It's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's good, Chris? What up, everybody listening? Hey, buddy. Uh, also joining us is the disembodied voice of our producer, Edgelord Big News, Brian. Nan to you, Big News! Up, nerds. Hey, <laughs> we're here uh, for an American uh, episode. We haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, we've taken a little break, uh, but um, we're back, baby. But, you know, before we get into that, let's get into plugs really quick. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. Oh, yeah, Brian. You can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline whenever I get my computer back. <laughs> um, and my socials, you can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Um, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, it doesn't apply for this week because it's all American comics uh, today. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, check us out. Uh, the poll usually goes up uh, a few hours after the American Comics release on the Viz Media show, uh, website. So check us out. Uh, cast your vote. Tell us what your favorite chapter is. We might do a VGI poll soon just because we're uh, doing a new format when it comes to our American com- Comics coverage. So be on the lookout for that as well. We, we didn't do it this week, this month, but uh, we will in the future. Uh, you can uh, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please do that. That would be super cool. Uh, and uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, of course. Like, share, all that thing, all that stuff. Uh, email us at NewJumpCityPod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. And uh, we'll get back to you on that. We uh, we do have an email in waiting. Uh, we are going to uh, answer it next time we talk about My Hero Academia. So uh, hold tight. And uh, for the rest of you, send some emails. Let us know uh, how you feel, any questions you want us to answer. It'd be super cool. Makes our day to get these. Um, But uh, in any case, uh, let's start the show. Um, We're back doing American comics. I want to like kind of brief you guys on the plan for what it is right now uh, in terms of the American comics coverage. What we're going to do is we're going to try to do uh, a monthly episode like kind of rounding up our favorite books of the month or the more important books of the month. Uh, you know, whether that be like an event comic that we're, co- we're following or, you know, just something we've been reading. Uh, we're trying to streamline it. Uh, <laughs> if you guys have been listening from the beginning, you know that we have covered every X-Men book that has come out for the last two years. Uh, and uh, at the end of Inferno, uh, it was a weird crossroads where I don't know if uh, for, I don't want to speak for Josh, but for me, it was like I was feeling a little burnt out. <laughs> We've read upwards of like hundreds of books by yeah. many different writers. The amount of like money we've sunk into Marvel, we should be shareholders no. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been a lot of books. It's been so many books that I, you know, even I chipped in a handful of times, which. <laughs> 
which is pretty sparse. But like, <laughs> sparse. Nah, man, because I felt like, yo, like, there's so many. Yo, sometimes they would drop five books in a week. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um, we would try to do it all in one episode. Uh, I, We always wanted this end game of just doing it twice a week, one half for the American comics, one half for the manga that we cover. But um, it's yeah. Brooklyn, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. I remember them conversations walking back to the train, bro. Like, I don't know, maybe in the future. Yeah, well, definitely. Two years. Yeah, and at some point, even that is just like, we're we're busy people. You know, we do have day jobs. And, um, you know, it is, it is difficult to read upwards of like five manga and then like six books. Because not only were there X books, we would also cover Daredevil and Batman and justice league at the time and all that stuff so right justice league uh the spider-man books when it was lit yeah we um, used to cover a lot of Miss marvel bro like we man <laughs> we were good and the thing is it's also like yeah. yeah we're just trying to like streamline and make it a little easier on us to kind of like get stuff out there uh to appease an american comic crowd on top of that there's also a couple reasons on my end i think like uh we're Josh and I are very much manga people and Brian as well. More than anything, these are the those are the stories we truly grew up with kind of. Uh, For sure. So I mean I, uh, the, the, the the Marvel and DC was always around us. Yeah, For sure. Definitely. I mean, we know who everyone is, right? But like truly the stories you read and held dear was mostly manga. Yeah. I mean, those are the stories that bonded our friendship basically. <laughs> so that, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it definitely wasn't fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. You know. And I yeah, so we like the American comics is a fun thing to talk about and we do like talking about them a lot. So we're just trying to find a good balance where we're not burnt out on the show. Cause we used to do like nine books a week, uh, like total with manga and, and sometimes we would have monthly episodes, uh, monthly pod uh, manga as well mixed into that. So I remember we were doing like 12 books a week. If you really look back at our old backlogs, we were doing like 12, 15 even. So, yeah, uh, just trying to streamline it, make it a little more fun for us, and actually be in a position to give honest and good feedback without being like tired by the end of the episode. Give the American comics the same amount of love that we would, um, you know, manga and stuff. So that's what this is all about. Uh, yeah. So if you like uh, the American comics having solo episodes once a month, we'll round it up. We'll do three or four uh, every month. And uh, we'll talk about them. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, please spread it around. Uh, it, it would be cool to get more views on the American comics as well. Make it a little more worth it for us. Uh, diversify our fan base, if any. So share it around. Uh, very cool. And um, I think without further ado, uh, now that we got the little lengthy explanation out of the way, uh, let's get into the show proper. Okay. X, Lives, and Deaths of Wolverine. Um, we're doing this kind of like, uh, event. It's, it's an event, right? This is an event of sorts. Uh, don't ask me, bro. I actually don't know if this qualifies, but if this is an event, then fucking all of the Xbooks is a whole event. <laughs> I mean, they are a self-contained yeah. story. There's, it's about to be 12 parts, I think in total. Um, but yeah, this is oh, a, just be this ongoing series. Right, so I guess no, that yeah, makes it's going to end at some point. Um, oh, maxi series! It's a right? maxi series. There you go. I think that's more accurate. It's the maxi bang, bang. series. Bang bang! <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, this is uh okay. So there's a little bit of a gap of information for me. I uh, I'm a little behind on the X Men books coverage, so any context that led up to this point, I I think I can fill the gaps based on you know like context clues and stuff because I do remember certain storylines happening at the point like that are involving a lot of these characters like Omega Red and and Moira of course and and whatnot. Right. But, um, basically. The the premise of the story overall is um, Omega Red is somehow like time traveling and trying to assassinate Xavier at different points in time. So Xavier, with the help of Jean Grey and um, using Cerebro, are teleporting Wolverine Wolverine's consciousness into like different points of his life, and using that to like using him in those points of his own memory to save Charles from Omega red across various points in time at the same time, it seems uh, because we are constantly cutting back and forth uh, between all of this shit happening in different timelines. Well, like one is where Omega red tries to assassinate Xavier as a baby, as he's being born. Um, there's one where Xavier was a sea captain. And he's getting assassinated. Right. I, you know, <laughs> glad you brought that up. I was just like, is that Charles? Yeah. Yeah. I was taken oh. aback. I was like, Charles has had a long life, bro. Right. <laughs> I forgot. He, he's been old since the beginning. Yeah. He's been old. He's been old for a long <laughs> <Yeah>. time. So <laughs> well, is Magneto. He, he's had silver hair forever. He never had black hair. And I'm like, right. Yeah. I believe Magneto was, was born a 47 year old man. <laughs> He was Benjamin buttoned into existence. He's been 70 for 70 years. <laughs> yeah, he was born it, 70. 1950s? I don't know when the X-Men started. I guess I should know that. Magneto was around during the Holocaust, so he has to be like... Legit? Over, I mean, that's his backstory, right? Is that he Right, but I mean, like, in the... our time, I mean... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about, like... Oh, Marvel. no, you're talking about, like, in Marvel Universe. Yeah, in Marvel Universe. Yo, he's legit. He's got to be over a hundred years old. <laughs> oh, but that's the thing about American comic ages, like the like superhero and supervillain. <laughs> Josh, it's, you're really <laughs> is that? I don't know how it works. You just got to keep pushing people's ages along. No, he was a child during the Holocaust. Yes, he was a child during the Holocaust. He wasn't already seventy. I no, was like, he was not seventy <laughs> during. The... <laughs> Oh, Buck 50! <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he'd still be a, around, like, closest to a Buck 50 at that point. No, because he was, a, like, young teen, early childhood, like, let's say 10. Let's just say 10 far. I'm pretty sure... Brian, do you think you could Google how old... <laughs> Brian doesn't have his computer anymore. Brian doesn't have Write his computer. Type it just like that. Dead. All right. <laughs> on his phone. On your phone. Or somewhere, I don't know. I've been exactly it like says, that. It says he was a child during the Holocaust. How how young? How how, how old would that make him? It doesn't matter, honestly. <laughs> We're uh, says, well, alright, so this article was in 2021, so it's saying that he would be roughly 90 years old in the present day. Jesus mm. Christ. Whoa! 90. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. 
But you see Krakoa gives them new bodies, and uh, we're also talking about X-Lives of Wolverine. So. That's true. I mean, this is also a comic book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the story, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Xavier's just been all around the world doing random shit. He was like a sailboat captain on some ship. Um He's in Japan, I guess, at some point. Uh, he was in Colombia around the same time that uh, Wolverine was. Uh, it is crazy how many times like he was relatively close to Wolverine throughout his yeah. life, life that Wolverine could just like conceivably reach him. Right. Like, wouldn't it, it, is, is that maybe that's the link? No, because this has nothing to do with Omega Red. So. Yeah, something was overlooked. <laughs> Very convenient. No, I mean, I think but, it was yeah. established that like Charles and and Logan were in war together at some point. So once that kind of tracks. Uh, That's one memory. Yeah. So at the, at this point of the story, where, before where was Charles at in Japan. Hmm. Oh no, they was trying to kill Logan there. No, they were they were, they were going to try to kill Charles there because like in Japan. Yeah, the whole point of what's happening in like the newer issue is that like for whatever reason like well we'll get into it because this actually I think this comes up a little bit later um as we cover the real thing. But there's also another story entirely um called uh, the X Deaths of Wolverine, which actually follows Moira straight out of inferno um it, right and uh it basically she's just running around at, at the start of it it's only two issues in she's basically running around trying to escape mystique who's chasing after her uh like hunting her down so uh it's actually a pretty intense story um we find out also that moira is suffering from stage four cancer and um she suspects that it has something to do with Krakoa itself because the cancerous cells in her body have the like telefloronic stuff around them. So the mutants may have just given Moira cancer somehow. Uh, right, as if the looming threat of the almighty mystique. <laughs> Omega level mutant. I guess like feels alone. <laughs> to be if fair, Moira is normal now. It was stage four cancer. God damn those mutants, huh? <laughs> well, I guess I'm like Mora Mora's normal now, so like Mystique would be basically apocalypse to a regular person. I guess. <laughs> I guess, right? Yeah. I don't know. Man, what's what's the next level up from Omega Mutant? God? Yeah. Beerus? <laughs> You're Beerus. And that's that's the next level. Yes. Um, yeah. So you know, it's it's uh it's a really big chase. Uh, we actually uh she goes to Valkyrie, uh the current Valkyrie Jane Foster who is uh working in a hospital and she's the one who diagnoses her with cancer. Uh, she fucks Mystique up a little bit to, in her Val- Valkyrie form. Uh, it was a pretty cool moment for a second. Um, more manages. Yeah. To- yeah, she had the power of an Asgardian. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like she said something. It's a good God. When that happened, like she said, like I'll hold her off, and I'm like, hold her off. She's right, yo. You know I caught. Her. I didn't have time to catch an attitude because I had to keep reading. But yeah. you, <laughs> you know, I was like, mm. I'm gonna just keep keep swiping. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, that issue basically leaves off where Moira kind of like dyes her hair, cuts her hair. Uh, she cuts off the uh, warlock arm that um, that uh, Doug gave her and um, just kind of traps Mystique and with a bomb and explodes her and I guess kills Mystique. Um, so she no, definitely does because we see her riding. We see her barbecued corpse. Yeah. And the person... <laughs> The person who sees that corpse is actually a new, uh, I guess, pursuant of Moira, who is uh, Wolverine, but a phalanx? I have a theory. Ooh. I mean, get into your... It's a real straightforward one, but I wonder if you've if you've thought about this yourself, too. Um, yeah, no, go for it, because uh, I guess we're only talking about the third X lives of Wolverine, so we can get into right, your right. thoughts about that. Um, I believe that that it's made it's made obvious in one in my opinion it's kind of made obvious in like the informational pages but remember the wolverine that's there with moira in that like biome with the blue people yeah 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 the one at the very end of like powers or house hawks right and hawks 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 i like that um yeah they got they all got absorbed by the phalanx phalanx yeah right i think so but it, it yeah, must yeah that was the thing is that the phalanx came down and is like okay i'll make you a part of me <laughs> yeah. you're it well, but not because you told me so <laughs> yeah because i want to because <laughs> i want you to be part of me uh because you said so <laughs> uh i'm a strong independent phalanx you can't control me right. what i do and, and then they absorb wolverine read his mind because remember, and then the information from the end of Inferno, where like apparently the mutants always win, and then they go out there to fucking exterminate the rest of the, yeah. of the phalanx. Yeah, niggas go, niggas go phalanx time for sport. Then it was like, no, 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 <laughs> we gotta stop that. Whoa, 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 we're not. That's not supposed to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's that lady Moira. We gotta get her. Yeah, we gotta that's, get that's the Moira. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, so, that makes yeah, sense. That's my theory that it was that Wolverine in particular. Yeah, and I'm wondering if like the the time traveling Wolverine that's currently happening now, if he has anything to do with that, because he is like time traveling and shit. Maybe like Omega Red goes f- so far into the future somehow that like Wolverine has to go to the future himself. I don't know. It's, and then like get trapped. Yeah, trapped. Like Darwin did. Yeah, something like that. But I don't know. We'll find out. Um, I uh, I don't think I left anything out uh, that we didn't that we're not about to get into with X uh, Lives of Wolverine number three. So uh, should we should we get into that? Am I missing anything else? I mean, um, yeah, he's literally this is almost episodic in a sense. The the I mean, it's kind of Edge Lord Wolverine. You know, what? I'm gonna save those. Th- <laughs> wait, wait, I'm gonna kind of save those thoughts until we finish the issue. I don't think he missed anything. He's just been trying, traveling, fighting his nigga Omega Red, and dealing with his past lives, and you know, whatever. Yeah, cool. That's the premise. Yeah. When you get the details, read the books. Yeah, definitely. We're not. Well, at least one and two. We're we'll about to give you the details for three. Yeah, to be right, fair, we're not a substitution for the whole thing. So honestly, I'm I'm recommending it so far. Like before we get into it at all, the first two, or technically like four issues of this overall story are actually pretty cool and interesting. 
Uh, yeah, and if you're someone that likes to buy actual like trades, like the what do you call the trades? Or uh, like call that floppy shit? single issues. Trades are like the yeah. volumes, basically. The oh my bad. If you like act like to purchase vault, like actual single issues, man, these covers have all been incredible. Same for Devil's Reign too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the artwork in these, I mean, you could. All right, no, specifically for X Lives, in my opinion, you can you can pick these up out of like context and let like your little you know i mean like your nephew read it or your little brother you know maybe not too young but you know what i'm saying these are these are books i feel like i i would have read like as a young teen or something like that a preteen and been like oh this is so dope you know yeah and plus Good so idea. far it's like we're we have i mean i have at least a a little bit of a gap of knowledge because i haven't been following the xbox as closely lately but I didn't feel super lost with this at all. I feel like I like kind of picked up what was happening, and I think this book actually explains what's going on uh, pretty clearly. Pretty well, in my opinion, yeah. and it, it's just an, it's 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 really an adventure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah, but uh, without further ado, let's get into X Lives of Wolverine number three. Uh, we are getting into it. Wolverine is currently being like super handled by uh, Xavier and and Jean Grey who are both using all of their psychic abilities to be like what the fuck is going on in there um Wolverine all is, their psychic abilities you can see them being merged yeah Jean Grey has to fly directly over him in order for this to work <laughs> she has to be right, right here um <laughs> uh, and, and and like honestly, this is a pretty big endeavor as Wolverine seems to be existing currently at like six different points of time simultaneously. So <laughs> probably more. <laughs> I mean, what's showing here? One, two, one, three. two, three, four, four, four times, four timelines simultaneously. Um, and that's all we know. Of. Yeah. Um, we start off with the uh, northern Canada in the 1900s. Oh, maybe this isn't Charles. Maybe this is Charles's dad. His grandfather. Or yeah. Some shit. Okay. It can't be Charles. There's no way Charles That's is alive. Like in... Charles. Like... <laughs> okay. I, we were wrong because I just saw the year, and there's no way Charles was alive in 1900. I mean, Magneto's still alive. That's true. <laughs> I'm. It's, I don't think it's impossible. Yo, dude. Not only is Magneto know. still alive as a 90 year old man, he's ripped. <laughs> yeah, no, he got fresh body. He's though. fucking <laughs> jacked, ninety year old. <laughs> Listen, post from Krakoa and 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 forward, they have an excuse. Yeah, everything before that. I, <laughs> I don't know. Before Hickman came along and made shit make sense, I don't know what the fuck was going on, man. Yeah. Um. So, I guess they're trying to save Charles's dad or grandfather or something. Um. Something. There's a lot of uh, Omega Red seems to be jumping from body to body. Um, every time the Xavier guy kills something, uh, one guy he pops up in another guy. Um, he even takes over a whale. I actually just noticed that like Omega Red takes over an entire sperm whale uh, and it tries to eat Xavier's granddaddy, a uh, granddaddy Xavier. Um, you know for a fact that's a sperm whale. <laughs> I don't know for a fact. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. I'm real confident, like, yeah, hey, man, I know a sperm whale when I see one. You're right. Like, you knew that was where, like, their region, like, is that where they're at? Northern, uh... Northern Canada. Oh, Canada. I was about to say Scandinavian. I was about to make up a country. 
I'll t- okay, you know what? Disclaimer, I'm not a marine biologist. I don't know species of animals. Could have fooled me, bro. Could have fooled me. Yeah, I mean, you know, watch me find out this is some kind of rare dolphin that used to exist back then. <laughs> That's definitely a whale. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm 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 fairly confident that's a whale. All right. Well, comment if you think we're wrong and this is not a whale at all. <laughs> all right, well, marine biologists listening and whale <laughs> fanatics. Yeah. Animal fanatics. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Meanwhile, also in post-war Japan, um, this is a rough one because Wolverine is currently fighting his wife in this point in time, uh, and he is now grappling between. He can't kill his wife for several reasons. The first being that if he kills Itsu here, then Daken will never be born, uh, which is crazy. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a rough choice to make. Does he even really give a fuck? I mean, oh, he does. Of course yeah, he, he does. does. He doesn't want his son to die, especially now that he's a good guy now. In my mind, I was like, eh, Daken. Not me, dude. I was like, no, Daken. <laughs> I love Dakin. Uh, yeah, he's cool. But yeah, uh, Wolverine is like pleading with Gene. He's like, oh my God, is there any way I can get out of this? Any way at all? And uh, she's like, I don't know, dude. This is crazy right now. I didn't expect Itsu to get taken over. Bro, in, in Sage's uh, logbook, they have like the 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 the, the possible results, and that's when you're like, "Yo, can you figure out a situation?" They so they troubleshoot everything. Yeah, they literally like, do okay. that. So if if Itsu, which is Wolverine's uh wife, who's also pregnant with their son Dakin, right? If she's killed as a result of fighting Wolverine, Dakin fails to exist. If Itsu is injured and killed as a result of fighting Romulus. Which you didn't bring up yet. Not yet, because I didn't get to it. You All right, well, you skipped ahead a little bit. <laughs> well, literally, that's what happens next: is that Itsu gets stabbed by Romulus. I don't know who Romulus is. <laughs> yeah, uh, fuck Romulus is, bro. Is this your sarcasm, or do you know who Romulus is? Oh, heavy amounts of sarcasm. Mm. But um, I mean, I know who he is now. Mm. Prior to this comic, absolutely not. Yeah, he looks like Wolverine's dad. <laughs> yeah, he's got the exact same style. He got the white hair a little bit, and he's got boar claws. This is how manga does it, you know. Like they make they just make a bigger and beefier clone of whoever is the character is, and like that's your father, you know. And you then multiply the masculinity by ten. Yeah, <laughs> masculinity <laughs> <Master>. x ten. <laughs> x ten. He's uh, okay, so yeah, that's when we get to the thing that Josh was talking about in Sage's logbook, where they basically calculate various possibilities, uh, and there's no possibility in which Wolverine kind of wins, because uh, no matter what, if Wolverine go, if Itsu gets killed or injured fighting anybody, then Dakin fails to exist. But if Wolverine is slowed down as a result of fighting Itsu and and Romulus, then Xavier dies. However, one thing that's interesting is that they say Wolverine is killed as a result of fighting Romulus and Itsu, and it doesn't have necessarily an answer for that. It just says Kohle. Because he can't die, bro. That's true. Hey, I don't know. I maybe. just said that like to be funny, but it actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah. In, 
Spoiler thought. Yeah. <laughs> Principal conclusions. Itsu, I, Itsu cannot die or Dakin will cease to exist. Wolverine cannot linger or Xavier will die and Krakoa will cease to exist. Mm. So, you know, that's rough, buddy. Uh, yeah. Uh, we then get a little bit of a flashback. We've seen little bits and pieces of Omega Red's perspective on this. And uh, I do remember from the X-Factor book, uh, X-Force books, uh, where I left off that they were currently using uh, Omega Red as a double agent for the Vampire Nation, and they had uh, implanted him with a surveillance device. I do remember that part. And um, at, at some point, he gets talked to by uh, Mikhail, uh, P- uh, Colossus's brother, uh, and some kind of ruler of Russia in some way or another. Um and he's just been whispering sweet nothings into the ear of Omega and is like, come with me and work, work with me and you'll come back to Russia. And um, basically the whole plan here and the reason, the way that Omega Red has been able to supplant himself in time and space is that using the Cerebro Sword coupled with his own powers, Mikhail was able to, I guess, stitch him back in time in various points like make him almost a phantom that can just kind of take over people's bodies um yo wait maybe they're accessing points maybe they're using wolverine's memories to when he was around charles which is why they sent him wolverine back in the first place that could be possible i thought it was more that they're because he can't die maybe I thought it was more that they were using him. Uh, they were using Xavier's memories, and that's how he keeps finding Xavier. But then again, I guess he Xavier wouldn't have memories of his like great grandfather back in time. Right, right. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just like stitched it to Wolverine specifically. Right, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with because that's that that's that's what makes the most sense. And sometimes the simplest, you know answer is the uh is is the correct one yeah no for sure ever until we until we find out otherwise yeah um i don't i'm gonna pause you for a second i don't know if we made this like clear it should be obvious by everything we've been mentioning and referencing but um this is this x x x lives of wolverine not x deaths but x lives specifically is is clearly a spiritual successor to um to um the uh the Wolverine series and also Tax Force X or whatever the fuck that's X, called. What was Not Tax Force X. X Force. X Force. Task Force X is Suicide There's Squad. X and task in it. Task Force X is soup is Suicide Squad. Force. Oh God. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. R- wrong. Wrong series. Come on, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking up, bro. You're fucking up, dude. Hey, get it together, bro. Um. But yeah, no, you're right. I mean, obviously this series like draws from both of those. They're like kind of it a lot in the way that Ten of Swords was like spun off of Excalibur. This is very much like Wolverine and uh X-Force because those are actually synonymous with each other. They kind of like play off each other in general anyway. Um but with that being said, uh Wolverine is at, Wolverine in Colombia many years ago was actually this is a point of him that was like on some kind of weird spooky government mission with Sabretooth and Maverick. Uh, they were mercs for hire, bro. Yeah, they were super extreme mercs for hire with exaggerated shoulder pads. 
<laughs> um, and they were there to like basically bully these indigenous people into fearing America more than like the cartel. So Wolverine actually at this point in time actually like has his conscience kind of like tested where he decides to like turn on Maverick and Sabretooth uh, right then and there and save this uh, this indigenous community, uh, you know. And uh, Sabretooth is just like chasing him down because he stabbed both of them. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's not he's not taking that very well. I think Sabretooth actually reached out to Jean Grey and talked about how like Wolverine. Oh, no way. He reached out to somebody else. I'm probably bugging. I misread that. Never mind. Ignore that part. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. I think you are on to something. And I did want to talk about that. He. No, that I think it happened in the last issue. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now because I think he says professor. He talking to, he's talking to Gene, bro. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. He says, Professor, do you read The Mission Has Gone to Hell and Wolverine Has Gone to Right. Is there another professor I don't know about? Could be. Task Force, like uh, Weapon X, maybe? Kilgrave or something, whatever the fuck his name is. Kilbrew, whatever his name is. Kilbrew? I don't know. Kilgore? Maybe we're thinking. The Weapon X program guy. Yeah, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Let us know in the comments. I'm not. I I I feel like I'm reading this incorrectly. But if I'm right, I'd like to know because I like being right. Uh, <laughs> so basically, yeah. So that's ha- that's happening right now. Um, <laughs> fucking Sabretooth gets a face full of bees. It's it's real sad and unfortunate. It's not a good way to live your life. Wolverine shoots a bee's nest out of a tree without destroying it first. <laughs> yeah. It it perfectly on this nigga's head. Like, what? Yeah, it's real gross, too. Dude, Wolverine is nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he Who puts Hawkeye to shame. Why need Hawkeye when, like, Wolverine is actually a pretty good shot himself? Because he probably has arrows that neutralize his healing factor specifically. That's true. You're right. He would have to in order to justify his existence. Right. Like, Wolverine could shoot an arrow probably really well, but he doesn't have millions of arrows to address specific situations that make him master among all his peers. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's very true. Um... He had a whole TV show, so you know. Yeah, he's epic. Yeah, the back. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. in Japan, Wolverine beats the shit out of Romulus so much so that he's like, "I'm just gonna beat you until you run away like a bitch," and it happens. Because he, he knows that's exactly what happened back in the day. He yeah. Beat his ass and kill him, and then he sent Winter Soldier after his wife. Yeah. No Falcon Winter Soldier? Oh, no, shit. not Falcon Winter Soldier. Just the Falcon. I mean, oh god, I keep thinking about the series. Yeah. Um, yes. Winter Soldier. Bucky Birds. Ooh, cool. Ooh, yeah. Metal arm. Um so Xavier Shield, bro. Say again? He caught Captain America's shield. That was pretty cool. Fucking cool. Right, let me stop. Okay, so yeah, I get it. <laughs> hey man, I got time for my antics. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess like Xavier's being peaceful, or whatever, um, with his indigenous 
uh, community while Wolverine's fighting a literal giant snake. Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm here to save the day. Nothing bad's going to happen to me at all. Uh, and unfortunately, Wolverine comes through looking for um, looking for Omega Red. Uh, and they they can't find him. They don't know where he's at. And it's getting pretty dangerous because they're right near Xavier. And uh, at that point, that's when Wolverine starts to shiver. Uh, and he's like, Genie, I think I'm the one we should be afraid of. As he's turning, <laughs> as Omega Red seems to be taking over his body. Uh, wow. This, this, is, week, maybe? this is a pretty cool panel. I, comic week? It might be. I don't know. I, I want to hold off for a second. But uh, yeah, this was pretty cool. Um. Oh, there's another one that, that gives this competition. I'm oh, do you remember it? In, it's in Devil's Reign. Okay. Um, well, we'll get to it. Uh, but in any case, that was uh, X Lives of Wolverine number three. Um, Josh, what did you think about this issue? What did I think about this issue? Hmm. Hmm. I had some specific thoughts. Well, you know, I gave my... All right, no, no, no. The theory is for the other series, technically. Hmm. I mean, Remember when I was saying earlier about how, like, this is a series you could kind of just pick up and read and not have to worry too much about the past? Yeah. I do, I do 100% agree with that. You know, I'm not reneging on that. However, what I like the most about this this maxi series is that i feel like this we're, we're kind of getting rewarded on on things that we remain patient for between wolverine and x-force yes <laughs> um you know stuff like the cerebral sword getting taken which happened months ago if not a whole year maybe you mm-hmm. know and that th- that was framed to be a big deal you know and then the way it and then the way this series ended with um, this guy with, with Colossus, you know, clearly being a mind control puppet mm-hmm. from Mother Russia. I, I, we knew they was going to continue the series, but I I didn't think this. I guess they're not really continuing the series. It feels like they're giving it a cap. They're giving it a conclusion and things are starting to pop off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. I'm interested to see what little things they're gonna bring that was referenced in the other series out now. Like what, 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 um, what are we gonna get rewarded for? Yeah, you know, what I mean? as far as that goes. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, it, it, I feel actually kind of lucky that this series kind of like plays off of like these older plot points that I'm familiar with because I because of my gap of information between. Uh, this and uh, a couple of Xbooks that have passed. Um, yeah, there's a lot being paid off here when it comes to Mikhail, when it comes to Omega Red. There's Wolverine in general as like kind of a super secret agent for Krakoa um, doing <laughs> shit on the side. Uh, it, it is all coming together here, and it's it's one of the reasons why this X this era of X-Men has felt so interesting and engaging is that everything kind of plays off of each other and everything feels necessary to follow for the, for the most part or not necessary, but the, the experience is enhanced by following everything. Uh, and 
this this definitely like reached into that. Uh, as far as the issue itself goes, oh man, I I think this was my VGI. Uh, to be honest, this is my very good issue of the week. Certified VGI. Yeah, shit. Uh, me too. I guess. Hell yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm pretty certain. Certified VGI. Yeah, that one's really good too. Yeah, it doesn't take away from what we're gonna cover next. Uh, but uh, honestly, I I actually was. By the time this this issue rolled around, I was pretty actually very uh, engaged in the story. Uh, and if you followed us when we were talking about Wolverine's solo series in the past, those moments were very far and few between. But this is a very interesting conundrum for Wolverine to be in, to be revisiting his past mistakes or, you know, past failings uh, and just kind of like grappling with them in real time again like grappling with the ability to kind of go back in time and fix what you fucked up or what you yeah. thought you fucked up. Um, and just trying to keep the perspective that this isn't about him and seeing him falter in certain points, but also stay kind of together in others uh, is actually also very interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It, this is a, this is a good one. And, you know, when Wolverine is written well, it could be just pretty much one of the best books out there. Cause he, it, he's low key, a history lesson, man, for Wolverine. That's, I'm, I think that's maybe like what I'm enjoying a lot about it without, without having like thought about that part of it. Like, I feel like we're going back in time, like in time, but not just in Wolverine's time, but literally in comic book time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, cause these were all stories that were, you know, uh, majorly, you know, majorly acclaimed stuff. It's even, you know, when he was in Japan, that was, you yeah. know, and then the stuff that happened later on with Dakin, um, obviously his mercenary days when he was hanging with Sabretooth and there's going to be a lot more to show. And even the stuff that's kind of random, like when he was just like, um, in the North, I think, I think the story for, for, for as crazy as it is with like, with him being everywhere placed in time, it is paced really well with action, dialogue, you know, plot moving along, things to keep you interested and things to keep in the back of your mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, payoff. this is just a really well executed, um, uh, issue and just the series in general. Cause it, I'm mostly impressed that, over the fact that like you know there may be some discrepancies in as you know as far as how the time is working because of how timey-wimey it is as they say in <laughs> rick and morty <laughs> but um i they're handling it well and it's 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 more about the action and i feel like they're gonna let me know what's important like they're guiding us well i guess that's what pacing means right like it's just it's just well job well done yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm really well paced. I agree with that one hundred percent. And honestly, that that is kind of like the secret to this story. Like, if the pacing was all over the place, it would have not been good uh, or enjoyable to read. Um, this was a really cool panel, too. Actually, yes. the, yeah, the art is awesome. I mean, yeah. Yo, fun fact: Did you guys know that? <laughs> probably, y'all did. <laughs> that Omega Red. Used to just be bones, just like Wolverine. Yeah, they both had bone powers, and then they—I guess—they both was part of the Weapon X program. I guess. I guess so. I mean, how else did he get the fucking adamantium through his body and stuff? Yeah, and yeah, I have no idea. Um, but 
those were uh those were our x books for the week i believe uh, i don't have much more to say about it i'm excited for what comes next uh we'll definitely be covering them again next month uh whatever comes out and um yeah uh very excited about it um are you ready to move on josh any final thoughts um we doing death next right death no we're doing i mean you know that was like last that was last week oh, so. we, we kind of finished talk- oh that was last week yeah and we uh, kind of like glassed over just, now. right okay okay yeah we good oh yeah we we good yeah yeah we good we'll be back for death and like yeah. x deaths in uh, when like the next issue of it comes out and yeah, we'll give another light recap though yeah all right without further ado let's do the thing devil's reign all right so we got two of these i'm gonna quickly grant glance over devil's reign number three uh which is where we last left off last time we talked about devil's reign uh a lot's been going on the other two say what no i said we did actually cover those two yeah we covered the first two devil's reign uh we're on to three and four uh but what's been happening is that this is just kind of like a continuing it's a lot like x and uh x and death uh life and death you know of wolverine where we have kind of like the culmination of a pre of a already existing run although this isn't going to be the end actually zadarsky is apparently staying on daredevil after this so um (laughs) so this isn't the end, as I thought it was. I thought it was going to be the end, but I guess not. Uh, Daredevil's just going to restart to number one after this with Zadarsky writing it still. Um, but, yeah, basically what's been happening is that Daredevil and the rest of the heroes that are located in New York are fighting against the most uh, epic battle of all, legislature. Incorrupt. <laughs> politics yeah uh wilson fisk has basically instituted a, a lighter version of the superior registration act but not really York. yeah and not, i mean it just doesn't allow superheroes at all yeah it's, it's yeah it's definitely way more aggressive this time because like the, it, you don't even register all heroes are outlawed and um basically villains have been turned into a super police force under the thunderbolts brand um, I'm in a villains, but you get it, you know. Yeah. So basically, that's this is just be clear, guys. This is really contained to New York. Yeah, he's like pointed that a few, a handful of times too. Yeah. I mean, he's just the mayor. <laughs> he, he can't go out of his jurisdiction. Uh, but it says something about other heroes coming in to to assist the situation too. Yeah. I mean. Well, New York anyway. Yeah, most so. of them are here. Um I do want to like mention this one cool moment when uh the thing and Mr. and uh, not Mr. um the thing and uh Johnny Storm pull up to to get uh Ben Riley out of uh out of police custody. Um it was a pretty sick scene. <laughs> um but yeah, I won't say too much about that. It's very cool. Um but in any case, uh, Luke Cage is running against Wilson Fisk for mayor uh, in hopes to do this the uh, by the books way. Uh, Foggy is currently representing all superheroes that are under uh, arrest for their crimes of saving the world multiple times. Um, <laughs> and uh, 
the purple man's still alive. I thought he, I thought Fisk killed him, but I guess not. Sure. No. Um. But yeah, Fisk is using the per- the powers of the purple man to influence the voters. He gave him pants. What the fuck? He gave him pants. Oh yeah, he's just he's just in there naked completely. What? Um, except the only thing is the, the bandages on his arm. <laughs> yeah, that's his only clothing. Kingpin is freaky. Yeah. Does his wife know about this? <laughs> oh no. I don't know. I don't know if he knows about the completely naked in this a purple diamond. <laughs> but man, dance. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Fisk is like, you don't remember Daredevil either. He's like, nah, I don't remember Daredevil. That shit's crazy. Yeah. Who that guy is, man? That shit got me tight. Yeah, but he's like, I remember this feeling whenever I try to uh, remember Daredevil, like the similar feeling to my powers uh, come up. And uh, that just means that, like, my kids are involved. Uh, And Wilson Fisk is like, your kids. Oh, my God, I got it. And uh, he calls Otto immediately. And he's like, Otto, I need you to find these kids. And Otto's like, no, I'm not going to. I'll help you after you found them. But I won't fucking, I won't fucking track down these kids. <laughs> um, meanwhile, the purple children are around. They're actually aiming to kill the purple man himself. Uh, hey, we're gonna kill dad. Yeah, we're just gonna casually kill dad. Um, the Marvel superheroes actually turn up against uh, the variants of Doctor Octopus uh from different universes where he pulled a superior Spider-Man on different heroes that weren't Peter. So yeah, Ghost Rider, the Hulk, Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Missing. These are all the superior. These are all Otto from different universes that just took over the bodies of uh Bruce Banner of uh Johnny Blaze. Uh <laughs> there's a couple of them. Hmm. Or Miguel. Robbie. Robbie, shit. (laughs) 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 We we try to, you know, stun on somebody with some knowledge and you just, you're wrong. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. Um, So basically the heroes are fighting like alternate universe versions of, of the, of, uh, auto in different bo- superheroes bodies and they're like what the fuck man why are you even doing this uh he's like you're working you're taking orders from fisk now and Otto's like actually i was gonna take over the mayor of new york thing but you guys wouldn't let tony run and this is why tony was upset is because it wasn't tony the entire time it was fucking chameleon <laughs> Do you remember? No, I do, but I'm, I'm just still thinking. All right, when it got, when I first read this, I was just like, "Oh shit!" But now I'm thinking, well, that's not a plot line that was touched on at all. Maybe, maybe this happened in a um, maybe something happened in the tie-in. No, no, it was a. T- uh, I mean, it wasn't like hinted at. The- remember when? Luke Cage was like, I'm going to run for mayor. And Antonio no, was all pissed. I remember looking like like he had an attitude about the situation because he wanted to be mayor. Now, no, I understand that that was Chameleon because he was, I guess, trying to do some snake shit. 
But like, when when did where, where's Tony at? You know what I'm. He's in prison. Huh? He's in prison. You see him again later. But anyway. Oh well, right. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Uh, Otto is like, well, I can't be mayor now because you guys fucked my chameleon plan, but uh, at least I can just be known as the city's savior. Maybe that'll be a good consolation prize. And he right. has these drones, basically, and that's where that issue leaves off. Kingpin's men beat up Foggy. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's just like, you're talking too much. We gotta shut you up over here. And, uh, that's where that issue ends. I thought they killed Foggy, uh, but it turns out, no. <laughs> um, we now open into, uh, well, what what do you think about Devil's Reign so far? Because it's been a while since we talked about it. Enticing. In- no, um, this doesn't really feel like, uh, it doesn't have the same feel as... Chip Sadowski's Iron Man run. I mean, Iron Man. I'm looking at a picture of fucking Iron Man derp. Mm-hmm. Um, did run, but it's. I don't think the premise is lost or anything like that because you know the overall theme is about Kingpin versus Daredevil, and you know the kind. This is kind of that commentary on like you know a police state and you know going going too far for, for safety and mm-hmm. you know. I guess that's. Up to uh, up Zdarsky's alley, yeah. As far as subject matter, but it doesn't feel as nuanced. Seems more, way more superhero fighty. I'm. I want to see a little bit more complexity in the next few issues. You know, I think Kingpin is just angry for stuff, and then oh well, let's just get to the next issue. I have I have more overarching thoughts. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think this is just like a, a bigger. Scope, like he's obviously made the scope bigger than just focused on Daredevil, and that's why it doesn't really feel like the Daredevil run that we know. Um, but we'll, we'll get into more into that. I I also do have some thoughts on that myself uh, as we get into Devil's Reign number four of six. Um, last we just pick up two weeks later after Otto's like, I have these drones, and I guess all of the heroes were like, Damn, you got it. And all ran away, because uh, Matt is just going out, sunglasses and hat, uh, super low, low profile, low key. Um, well, yeah, they lost, bro. Yeah, yeah, they really they just... lost Black Sun, and they go back with their tails tucked between their legs. Yeah, to the Eastern Air Temple. Matt, hmm? I said I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Daredevil's just watching all these octopus drones flying through the air, scanning people uh, to see if it was really them. But Daredevil's not afraid. He's just going to beat them up with his cool uh, staff cane things. Um, meanwhile, Otto comes in with his auto, <laughs> with his auto friends. Um, and um, Kingpin's like, well, I'm actually kind of surprised that you didn't just take take my fucking throne you know take take over as mayor and uh Otto's like yeah whatever dude you can keep New York you can be a mayor and kiss babies and shake hands I'm just gonna go settle for you know taking over the world uh peace so that happened (laughs) um 
He's basically like, I could take you, I could take you down whenever I want. I have all these fucking drones. I have a Wolverine me. Um, it's life's good for me right now. And also, we arrested your dumb son. So, nah, nah. <laughs> right, like this was just awfully petty. Yeah. Right. Am I? Is it just me? Like no, he no, just yeah. literally and just. I felt like this was all stuff Fisk knew already. He just was like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna remind you that um, you mean nothing to me. You are beneath me. I'm. I really run this shit. You my. You my son. And uh, speaking <laughs> of sons, we like <laughs> and how the Wolverine talked shit about his wife too. He got demeaned. Yeah, he got alphaed. Yeah. He's like, listen here, you beta cuck. <laughs> I'm a sigma. I'm a sigma male. That means I take over the world softly. <laughs> I'm alpha, but I'm also not. So, you know, I'm alpha, but I'm cool about it. It's good to have Otto back, to be honest. Nah, I fucks with Otto. Nobody flexes like Otto. Nope, very few. Yeah, it's very cool. Um... Anyway, uh, Daredevil goes to visit Foggy, uh, and Daredevil goes through his whole Catholic guilt spiel. He's like, I could could have done something. I can't believe you got hurt in the process. And uh, Foggy's like, I'm a grown-ass man. I made my decision. I don't regret my decision. I'm out here helping people that deserve to be helped. Uh, Fucking boy, like I'm, wow! I don't know why I said that. Like I'm not a little boy. I'm, I'm a, I'm a grown man. Like I, I make my own fucking decisions. Yeah. No, you ain't God, nigga. You don't have omnipotence. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the presence. Come on. Yeah. Um, and that's when their little meeting gets interrupted by Mike Murdoch, the evil twin brother of Matt Murdoch, uh, that has always been around. Um, evil. Evil. Um, and he comes by and is like, I need your help. Uh, Butch, he's been arrested and we, we want to help you take down Wilson Fisk. But, you know, I don't know what's going to happen if he when he gets out. Maybe he'll like just lose his shit and, and go crazy. And um, Daredevil is just immediately like, you're so selfish, Mike. You've always been that way. And Enough uh, bullshit. Yeah. I'm bullshit. I mean, I'm over it. I'm over it. We did start kind of babbling. Nigga said, I need your help. But damn, if we help him out and he gets out, he might act crazy. I don't know. So he kind of was like, you know, about himself. But I guess Matt didn't have to violate. No, I mean, I don't disagree, I guess, because he's here. He's not trying to do this out of the goodness of his heart. Like, Mike is a con man. Um, But anyway, Mike storms off in a huff. He's like, you don't know me, man. And the dramatic irony is that we know that he does know him because they're brothers. And um, that's when Kristen uh, McDuffie comes in. Uh, they they talk a little bit. Uh, Daredevil tries to like kind of, I guess, um, what's what's the word? I guess uh, confide in her, you know, just like kind of. Be, share his burden he's like oh everything's spiraling out of control the city's hurt and she she gives him a kiss and i'm like are we at this stage already in their relationship no it was a random hmm. was call them a she looked like a wounded puppy so i had to kiss you yeah wow i was like mm, 
Damn. Uh, that was a weird choice, but whatever. Uh, Daredevil's like, it's okay. All right. I got to get out of here before I do some Bible quotes. He's like, they call it the second death in the Bible. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, Matt. What did, what did Foggy just say to you about this fucking Catholic guilt shit? Um, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> the very next panel is Wilson Fisk going, bring me the children. And all of the Thunderbolts are like, huh? What children? Are we? We're bringing in kids now? And, and I was surprised. He, I mean, like, it, it is hilarious because, all right. I would expect someone like Ryan to be skeptical, right? But, like, this guy seemed like a prick. So I was like, the fuck you care, bro? U.S. agent. You, 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 you got a problem with, with finding some kids. But you all right with locking them up heroes? Because you jealous? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I just was taken aback by that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I it is funny. <laughs> He's like, uh, I don't know, Wilson. <laughs> Are you sure we're doing this? And then... Wilson does a Jafar. You know, remember when Jafar was doing the staff? He's like, go get the children. Um, and uh, U.S. agent is like, I will go get the children. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been so fucking funny if they put him in that voice. Like, he went from being all doubtful and skeptical to be like, yes, sir. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Fisk. I'll be right on. Like, like, they probably would have been curious, but been like, you know what? I don't want no parts of whatever just fucking happened to him, Whoa. so I'm gonna be... I'm gonna go right along with it and not say nothing, because they villains, you know? So why would they... Give a fuck. Makes sense. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm not looking to get Jafar or whatever just happened here. Mm, I'm not going to ask no questions. You just do what I'm told. Yeah. Uh, Typhoid Mary comes in and is like, I want to help, Wilson. Let me help you. And Wilson's like, no, you're my wife. You stay <laughs> You stay with me. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't go out there. You're my delicate porcelain doll. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I must keep you protected. Protected. Uh, meanwhile, in prison, uh, Sue Storm uses a, a paper clip that Kirsten McDuffie slipped her when they were having a uh, meeting earlier to like discuss her charges and whatnot. Uh, she undoes her power dampener uh, and invisibles her way out of the cell and into Reed's cell. And Reed has already disarmed his because he made these apparently. He's like, they forgot that I made these for them. So I already know how to get out of them. I don't even need to use my powers. Fools. 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 I am Eisen now. Um, they have a cool little romantic moment where they're like, what's the plan now, my love? And she's like, kick ass, take names. Uh, it's uh, kind of cool. Moon Knight gets a moment where he uh, puts a guy in a chokehold. Um, I guess he's using toilet paper as a mask now, because I don't know where he got these wraps from. Oh, yo. <laughs> Red Moon, and said some real sketch shit. Nigga said, I've lost my quiet touch in here. Whatever the <laughs> fuck that means. I, I'll tell you this, man. If you know what he's talking about, please let me know, because it's very unclear. I'd like to think he means, like, I've become less of a ninja in here. 
Uh, I, I can't. I've forgotten my ways of Shinobi while I'm in here. I don't know. He seemed to come out of a fucking cloud of dust. So <laughs> I don't think he was talking about his ninja skills, bro. My Assassin's Creed powers are no good here. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't ever play Assassin's Creed, but he he has their vibe. He has like the white hood and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, Tony is also here. You see? Yes. Tony Stark is here. He's in prison. Now um, that must have happened off screen or something. I did. I think they got him before like Tony rounded them up because like when that Tony, when chameleon Tony pulled up first, it was, he was the one who pitched the idea that he was going to run for mayor. So they must the have run- gotten Tony beforehand. And this is like, where he's been really for the longest time. They got him first. Um which is a honestly a good move. <laughs> Get Tony oh. Stark first. He's apparently I guess the, one of the strongest people in, in all of <laughs> Uh to be fair, he didn't do much compared Boy, to Boy, he's Batman in Death Battle. He's nigga, you got to be incredible. Did you not see that Death Battle? It was actually really good. Which one? Batman versus Iron Man? Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah. yeah, that bro. Listen, they made real valid points, man. Tony is not to be played with, yo. Yo, do they low key also free Iron Fist because he's down there too? Oh yeah, yeah, that happened too. Hmm. We got a real sick panel here. Yeah, where all of them in their action shots, everybody, yeah, kya, pya. Um, this guy with his arms stretched out looks so cool. Yeah, yo. Reed Richards. It's like I'm gonna grab you. Uh, Moon Knight straight up boxing people out. Danny Rand doing some kung fu shit. I want to see. I want to see Reed and, and Luffy fight. I'm sorry. I don't want to see him fight Plastic Man. I want to <laughs> see him fight Luffy. I don't care. It I'm, needs to happen. I'm here for it. I'm. And they need it. to say that Reed is actually as strong as like hockey or something, just regular because he fights in the Marvel well, they can't universe. Just say that. It has to be his weapons, armor, and skill. <laughs> <laughs> No, but he's durable as fuck, bro. I mean, shit. His durable, his dur- his normal, just regular Marvel durability. You know, the same shit that like Black Widow has or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that probably is like armament hockey, right? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile. Cool. Oh, what? I said cool panel. Oh yeah, very cool panel. Um. Oh, was this what you were talking about? Where this might be panel of the week? No, I forgot about that panel. Though this is also like up there. This is top four. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um. Meanwhile, uh, Kingpin's son is also bailed out of jail by Dede. Dede came by. <laughs> he said, "Son, you're in big trouble now." But it's cocaine and shade. <laughs> Hey, Kingpin, come on, man. What what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, Are you know. you really lost touch with reality that much that you thought you walked outside looking cool? <laughs> like Did he not? About to collect some money for some hoes before you go see your son. Oh, my the God. Fuck? Imagine big purple fur coat. How, made you, how amazing would that be? He got the purple lapels, huh? Yeah, he, did, he does have the purple lapels. Good on him. Honestly... I promote positivity here. It's got good grip. The shoe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's a shoe game like, though? Italian leather. 
Italian leather? Baby calf. Yeah. Skin. Fresh out the mama's womb, then skinned alive. Put right <laughs> in the- Yo, get that calf, put it on my feet. It's right now. now. Make it in front of me. Pure wool no. socks, por favor. Only the finest street seamstress can make my pants. Yeah, and she has to be a slave. Yes. No free labor. No, no, I mean, free labor. No. No. Indentured servant at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> I won't take any paid labor on my clothing. Um, But, yeah, they escort him out. Uh, <laughs> Wilson's like, aren't you... Uh, aren't you happy to see me? <laughs> Basically, he's like, "I isn't that cool? What I did? I bailed you out of jail." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's literally what happens. <laughs> like, and he's like, "Bro, things can be different." And his son just like, "Yo, his son." I, I love the way his son reacts. He's like, "You know what? Let's just cut all the bullshit. Let's just be very straight with each other, yo. I know you're my dad. I'm your son. My mom was like, stay the fuck away from you.'" And dog, I don't like. He just don't want nothing to do with him. He's like trying to like state that. I don't know. I don't know if it's like just he really has something personal against Kingpin, or if he's really just like I don't need your help. I'm gonna be a big boy on my on my own. Yeah, I mean, this is daddy issues. It's <laughs> like on a thousand. Where he's like, I don't need you, dad. I never needed you. You know, he definitely had the why don't why how come he don't want me moment in his life before. It's kind of like ruined his like sensibility about Kingpin. Uh, Kingpin kind of loses his cool. He's like, I can make you fall in line. I yeah. I'll just use my- he, yeah, he, 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 he breaks, he breaks character real quick. Yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll make, I'll use my purple powers. And then that's when Butch spits in his sunglasses. Oh my God. His Ray-Bans. Uh, and he just like walks away. Uh, Josh, what did you say? I'm sorry, you cut out. No, no, I said not the thousand dollar raise. No, <laughs> yeah, he got him right in the center of one of them. He's off, and Kingpin is so stunned he doesn't use his purple magic. Yeah, he's like, whoa! Did my whoa. son just spit on my fucking sunglasses that I wear I at night? He had a flashback to the last time somebody spit in his face <laughs> when he was a lowly fucking chauffeur or whatever it is they do when they start out at base level. Maybe he was washing dishes. I don't know. I don't know. I think they usually start off as chauffeurs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, meanwhile, uh, the champions are facing off against Rhino, who's actually not trying to fight them. He keeps like, I'm not trying to fight you guys. Um, and uh, after a little bit of fighting, they kind of like... Uh, they they get surrounded by the drones by Otto's drones and that's when uh Rhino just sticks a thunderbolt badge on each of them and um the drones kind of like go away after that because um apparently the drones know not to attack anybody wearing a badge although why is Nova getting shocked again cuz he didn't get the badge on him quick enough oh i guess they they were already shocking him yeah. <laughs> and then he got the badge on him um, so yeah, the drones fly away and Rhino explains is that the drones know not, not to attack anybody with a badge. It's like Wi-Fi or whatever. Anyway, I told you I wasn't here to fight. <laughs> that's what I, that's what I was thinking in my mind. And he said it exactly like that. I said, okay, oh, yeah. Thanks. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 
with them. <laughs> Rhino was like, I was down with Otto's plans or whatever, but then he's like, find me some kids. And I'm like, I don't know about that, bro. I'm not in the kidnapping children business. Yeah, I don't play with kids. Yeah, that's weird, bro. It's yeah. really weird, bro. Um, and honestly, I like this little scene because it plays on a, a an existing dynamic with him and Miles. I yes. don't know if you remember back then. They went on a little mission together. Um, and I really appreciated that little attention to detail, especially since Chip didn't write that story. So he kind of like took that into account from someone else's run of Miles. Um Super relevant. I mean, just the whole, the whole, you know, little dynamic they have in general. It's very reminiscent to him and Aaron, his uncle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Someone as a criminal, so he's able to. He has. I really like that. That he, you know, he has that empathy for people who live an alternative lifestyle from the law. Yeah, a grayer morale lifestyle, if you, if you will. If um, you will. Yeah. Yeah, so Miles uh, gets in touch with uh, the remaining Avengers and explains uh, what Rhino explained to him. And he's like, I believe Rhino. I don't think he's lying to me right now. Um, and so, you know, after hearing this, Jessica Jones gets pissed off and is like, well, I'm not going to. J- I'm drawing the line at fucking with kids. So I'm going to go save those damn kids. Um, so, yeah, go Jessica Jones. Um, and meanwhile, back at Wilson Fisk's, uh, house, I guess he's just standing there at a fireplace as he does. I was like, watch the whole thing. No, never mind. Yeah. And like, dude, just, Hmm. I said, he was, he's not holding the cane, but it's right there. No. Yeah. It's directly next to him at all times. And I'm like, damn Fisk, maybe you'd be a little happier if all you did when you get home is just like watch fireplaces all day. watch television or something god damn it daredevil god (laughs) fucking damn it (laughs) yeah dude if you're just like going home all day staring at fire and reminiscing about what your enemies have done to you ignoring your half naked wife yeah yeah come on man just live a healthier lifestyle here there's there's better ways to take care of your mental health no you know what all jokes aside there's actually some really good dialogue here from kingpin it's just that i forgot that there was really good dialogue because of what uh proceeds after <laughs> at the fist uh relapse <laughs> yeah yeah uh so basically <laughs> what josh is referring to is basically he gets into a conversation with typhoid mary about he's a very like, good one it is and it's an interesting one where he's like why do i why do i do this man i just hold on to shit addicted yeah to, to miserable and pursuing you know, feats that will lead to more misery and strife. What, is, what the fuck is my issue, Mary? Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I think, like, to a degree, it's relatable to a degree. I think, like, a lot of people sometimes feel this way, where you just get used to being miserable and holding on to things and just being angry. Uh, I that, It's what makes Wilson such a, like, fascinating character that's more than just some mobster dude. There's a deep psychology to him that's very interesting here. Um, But yeah, he's just like, even when I married you and I'm happier than I've ever been, I'm still weirdly miserable. And I got to stop living this fucking life. (laughs) This is crazy what I'm doing. And um, 
she's like, I wish I had, I wish we both had those memories. It doesn't feel fair. I wish, I wish I could, you could remember as you see the purple text, which is basically a purple man command because he says it while he's holding the purple man staff. Yes. While holding his wife. Yeah. And then at that point, oh my God, at that point, apparently Typh, uh, purple man's powers are so powerful that like it the command to kind of remember actually causes typhoid mary to remember like certain memories that she had forgotten at this point um oh that's really interesting can we talk about that for a quick second yeah yeah because look at first i was gonna at first i was under the assumption that he just he just was undoing other purple man powers whether it's from his children or himself but no, Mary wasn't affected by the purple people outside of, you know, knowing who Matt Murdock was. You know what I'm saying? So she forgot things just from whatever else happened in life. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that what's kind of being implied here? Yeah, yeah. Because I think, like, if she remembered Matt, then this would be a different reaction. But she's definitely having memories about other things. And that's why she's actually kind of happy. She's like, I remember. What a gift. Uh, So... Yeah, apparently the purple man power has the ability to unlock memories as well. Um, yeah, she remembered all the all the memories of them. Yeah, and it, just like that, Wilson Fisk is just plunged back into his addiction of just like holding on to shit, man. Um, Nick ran. Oh, well, I guess he didn't <laughs> run up the stairs. Nice fat ass. I was like, yo, I am impressed. But the fact that he's running at all actually is really impressive. Uh, and how his knees aren't just fucking exploding <laughs> must be nice as he's not uh, tearing his ACL with every step up those stairs right tearing all his ligaments so he so he goes so he uh he power walks to the stairs <laughs> and then sprints out to the fucking yeah 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 <laughs> I tell you what I think he sprinted to the stairs and lightning just struck. Whoa, this is real extra. Yeah, I love that. Like, he probably... I didn't take all of this in when I was reading it. <laughs> yeah. He probably <laughs> sprinted to the stairs, stopped, power walked up the stairs, and then sprinted right. again outside of the door. Um, and yeah, you're right. There's, like, lightning in the background. It's really dramatic as he's just, like, basically choking this fucking staff out, going, like, remember... And yeah, he does. As the lightning strikes, he looks up, and the only thing you see full page spread is Wilson Fist going, Matt Murdock. And that's where this issue ends. Holy shit. Yeah, this is the panel I was talking about. It's something about it looks really raw. Yeah, I mean, this could be a poster. Like, well done. Yeah, well drawn. Very cool. Um, Josh, what did you think about this issue? Um, oh, yeah, this was supposed to be in the VGI, I'll tell you that. Um, I lost points for showing the champions and literally having one panel with Kamala's face in it. <laughs> we haven't been on top of Miss Marvel, and so, you know, we're, who am I to be like, oh, where's my Miss Marvel stuff, right? But, come on, Kamala's supposed to be the shit. Did that is that not just not the case anymore? What what happened, bro? No, she is the shit. I think. How how you know? You know what? It it is? Is. Same thing with her that I did with my Hero Academia and other things. 
What do you is mean? Is that what happened? Like, you... had all these hopes and aspirations and... Everything changed when they became Avengers. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, it is it is interesting with that because um, that initial run of Miss Marvel, nobody's been able to touch it, really. You know, so... Um, I, Even the front of champions. Yeah. You know, when when Cyclops was on the team. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, uh, I mean, you know, there's going to be a Miss Marvel show coming out pretty soon. So I feel like she'll they'll put a book out for her at some point. Like, I think, like, the comics will just make her more relevant when that happens, just so they can tie it in with the Disney Plus series. Um, ah, right. That makes sense. But she is serious, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. So, um, I agree with that. But um, what else? What else did you think? I didn't. Oh, all right. Sure. But more specific thoughts. So, um, I, I think the most important part of this issue was the dyna- the dynamic between Fisk and his son, because that is the one thing I feel like this just all they've been doing is planting seeds. Like things have been happening. Like, uh, I think. In the, you know when when Lizzie Ibris got you know sh- like got killed or I guess whatever sent away we don't know exactly what happened with her but when he when his son took over as Kingpin it felt weird because we thought there was going to be a lot more like I I thought there was going to be a little bit more of a build up towards that mm-hmm. but now in that all of that was built up towards things that are going to happen soon and I think that the situation with Fisk and his son isn't going to be resolved until after this uh, event mm-hmm. that was. And that that left me thinking. I mean, that was the thing I thought about the most um, after reading this issue. Um, you know, I think there. I think I'm a little off put by by Daredevil because he's really moving. He's kind of moving sporadic. It started in the last issue where he was like, "Fuck that, we need to go get Fisk and and, and put the pressure on this dude." And you know, some people was agreeing, some of the heroes didn't. But it just, I, I feel like Matt's smarter than that you know what i mean like he's smarter than how he's acting and he's really letting his hate for for fisk like i feel like all right i feel like they're really trying to press the whole daredevil versus wilson fisk like dynamic and dramatize it where i felt like it was already kind of established and like they're they're really like making a pageant out of it uh chip is uh I want to know what you think about that specifically. Do you feel like they're, they're, they're being a little bit more dramatic with this whole, like, daredevil rivalry with, with Matt Murdock? Yeah. It's not like they're gonna, he's going to end this. Like, after this event, that's it. Like, they're going to put a cap on the situation between them two. They're always going to... That's his bad guy. You know what I'm saying? hmm So... Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I feel like the... um, What we're supposed to draw from this is that both of them are kind of, like losing it a little bit yeah yeah and i think like that's by design but i do think that like there are moments where it feels a little clunky on matt's end because this is who wilson is so it it makes more sense about wilson kind of like going a little unhinged here and there and just like you know making these extreme moves matt has been so measured for a while and there and i think like that's a lot of the point of what the prison him going to prison was about is just kind of like him kind of learning i don't know just i guess some kind of measure of restraint or going about things in a slightly different way than he was before 
Um, but it feels like he's gotten worse, and maybe that's by design as well. Maybe like at some point during this, he's going to learn something, you know, that will just kind of like really hammer the message home a little bit. Uh, being as if this is ha- not the end, I feel like this is supposed to be a little bit of a re- as much of a resolution as you can get from like an American Wait, comic about this. I'm a great, yeah, but before you yeah. realize. Yeah, before another run comes along and just kind of like undoes everything. Mm-hmm. But I think like what's going to come after this will probably be exclusively focused on like the hand situation. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the thing because I don't think that's going to be dealt with here. Oh, for sure. Not. So uh, yeah, that's clearly going to be what's the next one's going to be about. There's no room for the hand here. Yeah, definitely not. So yeah. I th- <laughs> so. I think like this is going to seal off what Chip is doing with in terms of the dynamic between him and Fisk. Not not that Fisk is going to be out of the story completely, but that, you know, this is going to be a little step closer to closing that book as much as you can get. Um but yeah, I I do agree with you. There are points where I'm reading Matt and I'm like, um that's a little weird. Like it's a little um stressed out, a little like frantic. Um, right, but I feel like we kind of spent a whole comic series mm-hmm. developing him to not be that way, and not just because he needs to restrain his violence, but hit, making his purpose a little bit more focused and geared towards a new type of frontier of criminal. Which, again, like it's it it still falls in line because he's government. You know, Wilson Fist is like the mayor, and this is dealing with like light lightly politics. Like again, it's like oh, you know, the uh, police state and. And um, you know, security over freedom, blah 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 blah. Seems I don't know. It seems a little bit vague to me because yeah. it's not too. Much. You know what? All right, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna reveal my hand, okay? Um, he's not really. I thought in the in the original there, in, I mean, in his Daredevil run, he was maybe only brushing the surface but he was brushing the surface on really key issues that aren't normally spoken about like the prison industrial mindset you know what i'm saying and um how capitalism is just poisonous for you know the growth of human civilization etc etc like those type of things and this devil's reign is just devoid of all of that and it's not even really a clear commentary on policing because it's like Okay, like obviously criminals are bad, and then you make them police officers, and they're really bad. But guess what? The regular police officers are the bad guys anyway. Now I know that's real life, and you know, whether you guys disagree or not, that's a whole another topic. But I'm just—it just feels weird that you. I, I'm I'm very cynical of, you know, uh, of these like hollow uh, criticisms of certain things. It's almost like a straw man. He's like straw man and certain arguments or something or it's like he's uh man i can't really express that any further i just think i i just don't i'm i'm lost in the message other than kingpin is a fucking asshole and of course he would do something like this out of spite i don't i don't you know it's it's not really breaking any new frontiers you know Mm -hmm. and that's about daredevil that's what 
made me speak so highly of it and say that, man, Daredevil was arguably better than most of the Xbox, if not all of them. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, this is still entertaining. This is interesting and engaging, uh, but for different reasons. And unfortunately, those different reasons that are enjoyable in Devil's Reign, I can find in most of your American comics anyway. And honestly, it's less, it, it seems to me, it's a lesser version of Civil War, <laughs> you know, which is super unfortunate. Because you'd think nowadays they'd be, they'd be able to make a way better version of something like that. I, I thought that that's, I don't know. We're only, we're only at issue number four, but I'm just letting you know how I feel at the moment. And I'm hoping that I'm um, surprised later on. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you to uh, to some extent. This is definitely not as like deep as the other Daredevil issues have been. Um, I, I would like to give it the benefit of the doubt is that there are like a bunch of tie-ins to this that we're not really privy to. So I don't. But is he writing all of those? No, he is writing a Daredevil one where like it follows uh, Electra's Daredevil. So. Okay, but you know, I I I don't want to speak on those because I haven't read any of them yet. Right. I, I well, we, we can those are, that's... About, at least the specific Devil's yes, Reign. Yes, yes, these yes. the main books, mm-hmm. which you'd think he'd be showing his ass a little bit more in. Yeah. Right. But then again, I guess maybe because it's an event, it just has to be a little bit more palatable. Yeah. For more, more people, you know what I'm saying, and we all know what that really means. So, no, I think uh, what it means for me, uh, what I was going to say is that maybe because it is like an event, it's the main storyline of an event. It feels like there's a lot of like setup for these stories to be further examined in other uh, issue in other like tie ins. It's like any other event, you know, like you always know that there's these side stories going on and things are happening and more uh, dove into in these other tie-in books, you know, with the uh, mayoral race with Luke and um, whatever happened with winter soldier, apparently there's a Thunderbolts tie-in. So I don't know. That's, that's my little bit of a devil's advocate, but I do agree with you um, that, yeah, it it isn't, uh, it isn't hitting at the same level, but I don't think that it's like completely devoid of something because we've obviously seen little moments of uh, really good, uh, writing in terms of like Fisk, kind of like his little character, yeah, yeah, his little character introspection. Um, I personally find a lot of like the storylines going on here interesting. Um, I am enjoy. I do like the idea of uh, mayoral race between Luke Cage and and Mayor Fisk. Uh, I I like the idea of maybe the champions getting involved in like what's going on with the purple children. Cause I think what Jessica Jones is going to do, cause she mentioned that she's enlisting the champions to help her out. So obviously that's a little tie in with the champions. There's apparently an X-Men tie in that I, I don't think has come out yet, but um, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on in this event. And to be fair, we're not really ca- covering the entire thing because we didn't, we just haven't had time to, um, yeah. but I, uh, you know, I see your points f- on a personal level for me, as far as like a personal reading enjoyment, I'm enjoying it. Okay. Even though it's not super I'm, deep. I, don't get me wrong. 
like you, I think you said it really well. It's just not hitting on that same level, but that doesn't mean this. I mean, that was a high standard, to be fair. Yeah. You know? I, the, if you're going to look at this, that, like, this is not the end of Zdarsky's run. And if you're looking at this as that, like, this is the infinity stage of, say, like, the Jonathan Hickman Avengers run where, like, this is a midpoint. And then from here on out, there's going to be more interesting things down the line. Uh, yeah, you arguably say this is like the uh, um, original sin kind of point, you know? Yeah. That was kind of like the midpoint. I, w- I want to say more two-thirds. That wasn't part of Hickman's run. Huh? That wasn't part of Hickman's run. No, but it was a major catalyst, and things started changing. Like, that was a catalyst for change in, yeah. in his books, and it started um, um, the other Avengers book. The, oh, yeah, the you're ben- right. You're right. You know? So, no, he didn't write it, but he clearly... I, if he didn't have influence, he just took it and said... Yeah, this this works perfectly with how and I mean, come on, yeah, that was from the beginning of Infinity, way before Original Sin. They seen what happened with Captain America. Come on, you know, you know, they had to fucking check. They had to check in with, with Hickman first. He was like, mm-hmm, "Yes, yes, you can do it this way." Okay, run along now. Yeah, he's like, "Whatever, I'll just take what you're doing and apply it to my thing." Right, it's no big deal. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I I don't want to drone on too much. But I, all this to say that I am awesome. enjoying. I'm bro. <laughs> all this to say is that I'm enjoying it at least. Um, but I, I definitely see the points where it's like it's not as deep. It's not as philosophical. But it might not. That may not have been the point of this particular part of of his overall story. Which right. you know, better or for worse, right? Uh, what are you gonna do? Maybe it, maybe the next two issues are gonna be fucking fire, like philosophy, like crazy. But we'll have to see. Um, any uh, closing thoughts? Uh any, no. I'm glad it's fun. It's fun. Uh, it's fun to be reading the American comics again. Still felt like I didn't feel like something was missing. It, this just adds to it. Yeah, feels like old times. Um, feels like. A- <laughs> feels good especially able to give our full attention to it you know not not be like halfway through a two-hour episode by now right 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 but in any case uh that that was uh devil's reign and this has been our show thank you guys so much for listening uh, i hope you like this little new format change we're trying to change uh things up make things a little more palatable uh the next episode we'll be doing will be like a weekly manga episode as we usually do and then maybe later in that week we'll be covering uh the monthly series that have just come out boruto dragon ball super world trigger hopefully uh if if it does come out um but yeah that has been this show you could find me at the chris aspinall on twitter and instagram joshua cole at jd cole underscore 37 and ny chillin on twitter uh follow brian at b.esp on twitter and instagram and his twitch stream uh give him a follow there he's getting a new computer uh and once he does he'll be back on the streams so uh follow him on its punchline on twitch uh email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything you guys want us to talk about uh follow us at new jump city on twitter and instagram take part in the weekly really good chapter of the week poll and uh we'll announce it on the show following uh following the episode uh following the poll um 
subscribe to us like the show share the show subscribe to us on youtube let us know what you think about this week's issues or this month's issues uh on the comment below let us know what you think about the format uh whatever you want uh subscribe to us on itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts if you prefer audio podcasts and don't forget to leave us a five-star review on spotify now they do that now Spotify right. allows you to get reviews, so leave us some five stars. Uh, give us some endorphin rushes, everyone. Um, but yeah, uh, see you in a few days. Uh, stay safe, new job citizens. Peace out.